I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers on Hip Hop's Hispanic Heritage. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip hop's Hispanic heritage and celebrating the achievements of Latino artists, DJs, entrepreneurs, and other creatives who transformed hip hop into new forms of Latin music never seen before. The music, the shows, the dance, the nightclub parties, even how they dress, mix the street sounds and looks with classic Latin characteristics of the culture, the high energy, the sexiness, the overall fun party beats, and the vibes. But there's a lot more to it than that. Team Lisa has put together an all-star panel, three men who helped build the foundation of hip-hop's Hispanic heritage and continue to push it forward into new generations and new territory every day with the work that they do. Let's get to them right now. Joining me, Hot 97's own DJ Camillo, the international club king, a heavy hitter, also Rock Nation. Camilla, great to have you with us. Happy to be here, Lisa. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We got it going. All right. Also with us is Johnny Marines. He's a music executive and former director of Latin music for Rock Nation. Johnny, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Lenny Santos. He's a co-founder of Aventura. They're known as the Kings of Bachata, a.k.a. the Latin Beatles. Beatles, multi-award winning international a group, millions and millions and millions of records sold, tickets, sold out tours around <laughs> the world over the years. Yeah. And uh, Lenny, an honor to have you with us for this one, really. Hey, it's a pleasure, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Lenny, when you look at hip hop's Hispanic roots, tell us about your story, how it was for you starting out in the Bronx. One of my greatest memories. Uh, I, I won't take it back for any money in the world. You know, I grew up in the Bronx area. I'm born and raised in the Bronx. I came from Lincoln Hospital, uh, the 149th Street area. Well, you know, basically I live, you know, my mom and dad are Dominicans. So at home, we'll be listening to bachata music and merengue and bolero. And right outside, right in front of us, you hear the hip hop music all over. You know how it was in the summer times and all that with the basketball games going on outside and everything like that. All you hear was Slick Rick and Run DMC, LL Cool J, so and so on. So I was a big, huge fan of hip hop same time big fan of my latin roots too and so we're, we're going to talk about what you did with it and, and uh all the work that i that i've been doing and success that that you guys have had dj camillo you've been from the very beginning in the very beginning like years and years ago there was the hip-hop you were known as the hip-hop dj in the hip-hop arena and the latin you know the club king in the in the latin music arena and then they're but now they've been blended you blended them so well tell us about how you see this? Um, you know, we we a first generation in this country. My parents are Colombian. And when I started DJing, you know, I remember back in the days, Charlie Chase, he was like one of the first DJs out there. He was Puerto Rican. So me, it was hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? Many years later on, I'm doing hip hop, but I'm also blending the reggaeton into the game. You know, that became something so massive around the world, you know? And um, to me, it's just been hand in hand. It, it never was, oh, it's only black or it's only Latino. It's just been head in hand. You know what I'm saying? From the, from the very beginning. Uh, Johnny Marines, in terms of how you see hip hop and you see the influence of the Hispanic uh, Hispanic culture, tell us what you see from your vantage point because you've been a part of it since day one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, as far as like the hip hop and Latinos, you know, how we contributed and everything is, you know, is it, I had a kind of like a similar upbringing like Lenny and I'm sure Camilo did in New York City, uh, growing, growing up in the Lower East Side in the, in the Jacob Reese houses. 
it was the same thing. I grew up in a Dominican household and, you know, my moms would be playing bachata and merengue. But me, my cousins and everybody, every time we was outside, we're listening to hip hop. We're not really listening to the Latin music that our parents were listening to. So we, we were like heavily influenced by what was going on in the hip hop culture even though we was at home living with Latin parents. And Lenny, in terms of the in terms of in terms of your sound, Aventura and and Bachata, explain to us what Bachata is for people who, who may not know. Well, well Bachata as they call it, a lot of people call it Latin um jazz, Latin jazz for for, for Spanish music. Uh it's basically a bolero mix. Uh bachata is about um amalgura, basically uh, love songs. Most of them is about my girl left me. I wanted to take me back here. Listen to the song that I wrote. It's really mostly love songs. We, we, uh, we changed the game in that. And, and Ro, uh, Romeo Santos, the way he was writing, the way I was producing, he started writing about more social stuff that's happening day to day. You know, uh, like uh, domestic violence. We spoke about that. We spoke about domestic issues and, and his lyrics. And that became a game changer together with the music, uh, me being influenced uh, by hip hop and freestyle music too, because remember, hip hop was a culture. It was more than just uh, uh, like a hip hop beat. It was more, it was so cultural. The way we dressed, the way we danced. Uh, 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 so, so the listening to freestyle music, listening to James Brown music, listening to these hip hop artists back in the days like Africa Bombada. We got LL Cool J, Slick Rick, countless uh, Big Daddy Kane, EPMD, all that music, the melodies that were being used in that type of music. I used those melodies and converted it into bachata. It was weird. It happened naturally because that's what came out of my head. I didn't plan it. And that that became its own sound. Like, wow, what are these kids doing? This is not bachata, but it sounds crazy. And then Romeo's lyrics together with my music, it was just something big to happen. And, and as you know, we just kept performing and doing this and doing that. And next thing you know, the group just kept elevating. We wasn't thinking about no money. We was thinking about getting rich. I thought I was never going to be... Like, my career was going to be music. I never do that. Everything I have is because of music. I was going to be law enforcement. That turned out to be a musician. So it's amazing. Thanks thanks to hip-hop influence in New York and my Latin roots, we became this one thing that we were so original. It was hard to copy. And that's why Aventura got where it got to. Melo, when you look at Aventura and the, and the, their effect and, and how the fans reacted and when you've played them, what do you, what strikes you? Um, Global. You know, coming out of New York, they just went worldwide. I remember when they first started, you know, 2005, 2004, I even brought them to High 97, which is an unheard thing. They, you know, Aventura yeah, coming yeah. to High 97 on a Sunday, they came to the show and I was amazed because they came to the show and they sent a small tweet. This is when Twitter was very brand new. We're going to be at High 97. When they showed up to High 97, there's a group of people downstairs just waiting for them. And I was just like, wow. You guys are big, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they're coming to a hip-hop station, uh, a, a, a bachata group, you know. Um, it was amazing. And then what they did, uh, uh, you know, just the collabos and, and, and putting these new sounds together, you know, because for us growing up, bachata was like an old-school thing, you know what I'm saying? But they just they just redid it, and, and it became the hottest thing. And, like, we did it for a whole new generation. Johnny, where do you, where do you put Aventura in terms of their accomplishments? Pioneers, pioneers and urban bachata. Uh, like Lenny mentioned, when they were able to take the elements that were uh, hip-hop influence and those beats and doing this fusion 
of this traditional bachata is where urban bachata is born. And that's where that sound that's very different, very New York comes from. And, you know, to be completely transparent and like Camilo mentioned, bachata was kind of viewed kind of like an old school thing. Our parents were listening to it. It wasn't really like a cool type of music until Lenny and Romeo and the rest of the guys from Aventura, they come and they do this fusion music. And they come with this new sound. So it was like, it was uh, uh, some pushback from the people who loved the traditional bachata, but then the the youth was gravitating towards this new sound. And that's where the success came from, from being original. I needs of a sound that had never been done before. And it, like Lenny mentioned, it was all thanks to hip hop. All thanks to hip hop. All right, all thanks to hip hop. We're gonna continue this conversation right after a break. Stay with us. Yo, what up, people? This is Common, and this is The Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 9-7. The people, baby. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're celebrating hip-hop's Hispanic heritage for Hispanic Heritage Month. Joining me for this conversation, Hot 97's own DJ Camillo, the international club king. I mean, hear him on Hot 97 every day. He's a heavy hitter, also with Rock Nation. And many other things, too. Uh, Camilo, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Johnny Marines. He's a music executive and former president of the Latin Division of Rock Nation. Johnny, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you. And also with us is Lenny Santos. He's uh, the co-founder of Aventura, the Kings of Bachata, a.k.a. the Latin Beatles, multi-award winning international group. Lenny, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa. L- Lenny, when did you guys first know that you had something that was, it was really popping? Um, First, first time, because I, I think they're going to make a movie about us later on in the future, people will know, but because it's been a lot, a crazy journey, but very fun, and I, and I won't take it back. But when we first started popping was back in um 2000. We threw out our first album. Uh, we were so happy just to see our album in a little local mom and pop score. So like, yeah, we'll celebrate. And not one record was being sold at that time. <laughs> that same pack was always there. But anyways, when we first started popping was in Pennsylvania, to be honest, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The first time we saw fans singing our songs word for word, like they knew the whole album. The first album came out. We were not playing on the radio, nothing like that. But the small town in Pennsylvania picked it up. And they were rocking it. We know we went over there, did a show, sold it out with like two thousand people. We thought we was like number one in the world. Forget about it. And <laughs> next thing you know, we we uh we go to New York, nobody knows us, and it was just popping in Pennsylvania for like a whole year and a half. After that, we took off in Boston. Uh our second album got leaked. I don't know if Johnny remember that. Four songs got leaked. I don't know if you guys remember the LimeWire days and the uh the Napster days when people used to download right. illegal um piracy music and stuff like that so our songs got leaked and our label was so pissed how'd you guys let this happen we're not gonna sell records you guys gonna make money that's what really introduced our careers like to go boom like that made the real boom those four songs were four mega hits so we tried shopping those four songs to all the labels the labels turned us down they didn't like it. The, the fusion of the whole hip hop with bachata and, and all that. They're like, nah, this is not bachata. What is this? Just like trying to. Do they actually tell you, like, 
there's no there's no audience for this. You guys may be hot in a few places, but there's no audience for this. Yeah, they were they were comparing it to what's out in the moment. Well, this is no no this doesn't reach um Anthony Santos. This doesn't reach um it's it's missing that it is missing that. We well, you, you know, we were kids, we were like, it is what what is it? What is it missing? And at, at the, the whole time, these were like one of the, the, the these were the four biggest songs ever in Aventura. In that song, in that in that in that set, there's a song called Obsession. The famous world song uh, that made a huge international hit. Obsession was this um song called uh No es Amor with the girl. We have a girl singing in in a, in that song as a feature. Huge song. No, no es amor. Porque tu sientes. So that song made it worldwide. We were number one in Italy, number one in Germany, number one in France, number one in Israel, number one in the U.S. So so Not inside. Even in countries, wait, wait, Camelo, international. You're international. You you DJ all over all over the world. What do you think about that? They they had a song in Spanish and it's it's popping. It's really really big in Italy and big in Germany, big in big in Germany. I DJed in Germany and I had to do a little bachata set because it was a must, you know. But moving forward, just a couple of years later, right. he went and did a song with Drake. And that says it all. That's when you could tell, wow, you have Drake, the biggest. Well, Aventura, the biggest. Doing a song together. Like, to me, that was, they're gone. They're out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's when we started collaborating uh, right away. As soon as we had that number one record, we were in Europe. I don't know if you noticed, as, uh, the, the charts in Europe is only one chart, so you see Aventura number one, then you got Britney Spears number two, then you got 50 Cent number three. We were like, wow, what's going on here? That led to us um, doing um, collaboration work with uh, Wyclef Jean, uh, Ludacris. We got songs with, uh, what was this guy? Uh, All Up To You was his name? Uh, Akon. 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 Oh, that, that was in 2009, the Akon. 2009. I'm with Sandy Johnny, what, 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 oh, go, I'm sorry, Lenny. What, Johnny, what about these collaborate these collaborations? Like be, you know, the, the the blending where you what Camilla mentioned, you got Drake and Aventura. You have Aventura with, with Wyclef, with with Ludacris. What was the reaction to those? Because you're working at a company that's known for hip hop. You know, I mean you you were working at Rock Nation, you know, like you, you can't get well, this was this was my way back. This was way before the Rock Nation days. This is uh you know, way before, but Yes, you know, these guys, Aventura, it is so big that, you know, it was it was just so far that we did the songs with Ludacris, we did the songs with a couple of other artists, and then later on, which Camilla was talking about, was Romeo ends up going as a solo artist, and we end up doing a song with Usher first. And that was a major hit. And then after Usher comes um, Drake a couple of years later and there we were able to do Drake and then we did a song with Nicki Minaj we did a song with Lil Wayne um, and, and and so forth but that was later on after we did um, Romeo Goes as a solo artist but as I will do that we had major success even with the Akons and the White Clefs and, and, and um, Ludacris so it was and, 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 and my time of, of wanting to say when I knew that Aventura had really, really like, okay, this is a this is a, a moment right here where we're able to say like, the music has definitely transcended into another level was 2007 
when we we go with this local uh, promoter, party promoter. His name is Felix Cabrera. At the time, he's like this local guy, and he comes up to us with this idea of Aventura performing, trying to sell out Madison Square Garden. Now, I'll be completely honest. I thought he was a little crazy with this idea. <laughs> now, yeah, it was it, to us, it was just like, we've never done anything that big. Right. And we knew that if we could sell out Madison Square Garden, this was going to be the moment that we were going to be able to take this really around the world. And so what we did was, not only did we sell it out, Lisa, well, these guys sold it out, I didn't sell it out, but not only did these guys, well, Lenny, Henry, Mikey, and Romeo sell out, it was sold out 360. So we right away said, how do we get this message out to the world to show that the world how big this group is? And that's but when this free social media. This is like on the DVD. social media. Or social media is just starting, and it's not like it is now. Yeah, we had to throw a DVD. We had to YouTube is around at that time. We had to die. YouTube wasn't out. We had to do a Instagram DVD. wasn't out. Yeah. Only, only, only Twitter was like Camilo. Was. And just starting. Yeah, just starting. Yeah. Only Twitter. We did, was a, we did a we did a DVD on there. Remember, we had to uh, master and mix the we, songs. From the we filmed the DVD because that was the that was how we were gonna get the message out to the rest of the world yeah. because like like you mentioned, social media, it was not really as impactful. It was very, you know, the starting it's, stages it's, where- It's like infant, it was like in infancy. Camilla, when you, so when you, with that 2007, Aventura selling out Madison Square Garden, what did you think about that? Tell us what, what was happening in hip hop and, and what your reaction was. That just changed the game. That changed the game, Um, you know, after that, came other groups, came other bachata, young, the young wave of bachata came, you know, they opened the doors for a lot of other artists and you can never forget that, you know, um, it was just a beautiful thing. And, and furthermore, from New York city, from the BX, you know what I'm saying? And all, all of that. Right. You notice every time we'll come up on stage and, 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 and perform, we always had this thing that we'll, we'll play an intro where we from. We always represented the Bronx. Even to this day, I'm, I'm with my, I'm on tour with my brother. We always do an intro where we're from, the Bronx. You got to see, it's really cool. We always used to play like a, an instrumental from uh, uh, a Run DMC track or or, or 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 a Slick Rick track or a 50 Cent track, an intro, or even a West Coast beat, something hard, some Dr. Dre beats or whatever. We had the hip-hop influence like, okay, these guys are from New York. We'll let people know. We could be in Paraguay. We're coming up with a million, a million, a million, a million, a million, a million. <laughs> on stage, we're like, hey, I thought we were going to see Bachata here. Right. Next thing you know, we get on stage with that hip-hop beat, whatever, boom. Ding, 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 ding. The music starts right there. It takes off. We always wanted to let people know where we came from. And that if you come from the Bronx and you're influenced by hip-hop, you could penetrate any genre of music with that culture. And that's letting it be known by us doing it that. All right, we're going to continue this conversation when we come back. Stay with us. I'm Lisa Evers, your host for Street Soldiers, Hip Hop's Hispanic Heritage. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, what up, what up, what up? This is Styles Peter Ghost, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about Hip Hop's Hispanic Heritage with music executive Johnny Marines with Lenny Santo, co-founder of Aventura, the Kings of Bachata, and the one and only international club king, Hot 97's own DJ Camillo. 
Camilo, we talk about, we're talking about bachata, but also what about reggaeton? And what about some of the artists, the hip hop artists that, you know, they would drop little Spanish, you know, they drop Spanish phrases or have little Spanish hooks. What about that? I mean, first of all, I got to shout out Fat Joe, Terra Squad, that whole big pun era, that whole J-Lo era. You know, they really came and broke the ground for, for Latinos, like explosive, massive. But you know, like 05, 04, reggaeton came in the door. I remember Nori, Noriega from the group CNN came out, came out with a song called Oye Mi Canto. When that dropped, Lisa, that completely opened the doors for reggaeton here in New York. Like, what's the sound? It's like reggae and Spanish, but it's a hip hop artist. It's Nori who does hip hop. It's not doing reggaeton. That opened the door. That introduced like people like Teo Calderon to the game, Don Omar. They all came in change the game completely. And from there on, you know, 2023 reggaeton is probably like the biggest. You know, Bad Bunny came and, you know, broke records. He did phenomenal things that that um that we never saw coming. Uh and you know, I'm fast forwarding it to now. No, exactly. <laughs> Johnny, in terms in terms of where things are at now, and you you see all these, you know, you, you see these artists, you look you look at the charts as an executive, you guys I'm sure you were paying a lot of attention to the bill, billboard charts and these uh streaming charts and all of this. It's like the Latin music, a lot of the top spots and many of the top ten of the last last year were all Latin artists. What does that tell you? Ba Van Bunny had a lot to do with what's been going on in the last couple of years as far as reggaeton actually being accepted mainstream and, and really doing it at levels like Camilo mentioned that nobody has seen a Latin artist be able to cross over. I mean, he's gotten a full acceptance, but bringing it a little bit further back, I also want to mention that when Daddy Yankee did Gasolina, right? Oh, yeah. Daddy Yankee oh, did yeah. Gasolina in like 2005. Now we've been to every club, yeah. every pop club. Yeah, and when Yankee comes and does Gasolina, and a couple of years later, he he was one of the first Latin artists that started to do these featurings with the Snoop Dogs, and, and, and it was like something that we kind of saw, and we were like, you know, this is what we, this is the lane that we need to get into. We need to make it to a level where an, an Anglo artist will be willing to collab with us. And, and, yeah, yeah. and, and we were able to do that. So, you know, shout out to Yankee because like, when he, he, he killed it in 2005 and he, he still, you know, obviously this guy is, is still extremely relevant today, but you know, taking it back to where he started, his 2005 was a big moment. But hey, get Don being able yeah. to cross over and be accepted by everyone, and 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 Don Mar had a couple of hits too. Yeah, they were Chicken Thursday. They were, they were, it was like everybody was taking turns. Yeah, you know, yeah, like there was, was a thing all the time when it was a momentum, momentum builder. So yeah, yeah. happens with like where, like you mentioned, like you mentioned, uh, when Tago came out, that's what was like, oh no, nah, hip hop is really in with this with the Latinos. We 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 two and two together. Even the American market started noticing when Tego came out, that whole album, everybody was rocking it. I remember uh, Russell Simmons, we used to do the uh, these uh, Go Vote program things. We used to visit colleges and stuff like that. And we'll have the Latino artists mixed with the hip hop artists from New York all together, mixed in one. I don't remember that, Johnny. Remember, we used to do those little summits. And um, that was at the time where Tego was just exploded into the, into the hip hop 
Latino world. And that was right after the Yankee stuff, after Yankee, and then after so the Cano stuff. There was a huge, huge era there. Camilo, but what about, was there pushback? I mean, because there, there's some people like, oh, I don't want to hear the Spanish, or what, was there pushback at all? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was a time that um I used to be at High 97. You know, me be, being torn with the streets so much, I used to just play what was hot. You know what I'm saying? I already knew what the hits were going to be. But there was pushback. Like, at one time, I used to push Pitbull so much because I saw Pitbull being like the new sound, the new Latin face, and he was just working. But I used to get lashed all the time. Like, why you play so much Pitbull? You're like, you're like Mr. Pitbull, you know? But I, I saw it. I saw it grow. And he became like a worldwide phenomenon coming out of Miami. Cuban, you know, rapping in English and Spanish and changing the game. He went from hip hop. He used to be like a down South um artist that little John signed to becoming a e EDM pop, you know, um jumping on tracks that yeah. just changed the game globally. Um, you know, but with 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 with, with new music, you're always gonna get backlash. You know what I'm saying? But what do you think where do you think now? You know what do you let me how to do if you let me um into jet and Camilo be one of the DJs when Aventura was doing these collaborations that we would send the music and he would he would actually play it on how like me seven but it would be like the only time it got played right. you know like we we would try to get the program directors from not only how like seven but just anglo radio around around the country and there was a lot of pushback and acceptance it didn't matter whether we had a featuring it still was considered latin music well like Camilo, he got it so i'll be honest it in his hands he would play it you know, once in a while, I would get in trouble. I would get in trouble for playing these songs because, you know, they weren't programmed or what is, what is this. But I already knew what the people want. I already saw it was high on the street. I mean, we got to go with this. We got to go with this. Even with the reggaeton, I fought for that so hard in New York to the point that they had to give me a show on High 97, a reggaeton show. Like, it, I knew it was going to be something. It was just a matter of time. Now, moving forward today, I see, like, sounds like Dembo like really being the next thing right after reggaeton. It's just, it's going to take some time, just like reggaeton did. But Dembo right now is growing massively. This is what people party in the streets to. And Dembo is like the Dominican mm -hmm. town coming out of DR, you know? Yeah. Like that, what about? It is, it is. It's, 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 I could listen to like two or three, but then that's it. But yeah, it is, it's growing. It's very popular. Uh, if a Camilo sees it, then something's coming because he, he's a good reader. He knows what's going to be the next big trend no it, it all comes down to hip-hop man it all comes down to we all using that whole hip-hop element when it comes to dressing the way we speak everything comes from in there yeah we're, we're definitely heavily influenced by hip-hop not only in music but how we speak the lingo the street lingo how we dress the at the end of the day at the end of the day i always say the streets rule man and you got to give people what they love you know what i'm saying and when you're in tour with the streets you see what's coming next, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. And, and, I, and, 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 I, and I also want to, you know, I want to say, like, when I when I listen to the radio, like, How 97 and and all these other uh, Anglo radio stations today, I'm proud to see that now they play in Latin music and they actually put it in rotation. It's not, you have to call Camilo for a favor. You know, it's actually, so all the hard work that's been done throughout the years by so many artists, you know, going way back all the way to now and now 
you get a lot of more Latin artists that again the looks and and getting that that spin on a, uh, on American radio, which is very well deserved. This should have been happening many many years ago, but I'm happy that it's it's happening today. Elisa, I got I got to point out a couple of things. Like you had one of the biggest artists right now. They're all Latin, Cardi B, Ice Spice, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. He was Panamanian, you know, uh, Fabulous, Davies, Jim Jones. Bia, I mean, I could keep going. They all have Latin yeah. um, culture, you know. They're, they're Latino. No, no, that's amazing. And then, what? What about other? What about Camille? What about? I'll ask you this because you're from Colombia. You're originally the um, your family, but the in terms of the other Latin countries, I mean, because we have a lot more, we have a lot more diversity in terms of our Latino population here in the United States right now. Many more Mexicans, many more Central Americans. Um, what do you think about that? Is that is that going to influence some of the sounds that that we're hearing and kind of the blend of those? It, it already has. You know, I'll give you an example like Jay Balvin. You know, right a little before Bad Bunny, Jay Balvin was the guy. He was bigger than than Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying? And he's from Colombia, and he did collaborations. He did songs with Bia. He did um so many collaborations. Um. You know, Mexico. I keep, but there's so many more from Colombia. Like right now, there's a heavy wave. Yeah, Carol G is right now has two sold out MetLife stadiums. This girl again. Yes, I saw. I may have heard about her at the nail salon. The lady. The list is a, and the list is longer. You got the Malumas. You got Fade. You got a kid running around blessed. I mean, you got so much influence coming from Colombia right now that it's, and it's refreshing to see because it's kind of like. You know, like it all originates from Puerto Rico, but these guys in in Colombia were able to like give it their own kind of twist and flavor to it. And and no matter what, like the Puerto Rican reggaeton is dope, the Colombian reggaeton is dope, and it just makes the movement a lot bigger. I mean, and the Dominican dembo is coming, Lisa. Remember, I swear. Yeah, I'm not sure about how do you spell that? How do you spell that? Shout out to a live fop because dembo, he is, dembo. Uh, he's the leader of that movement. Wait, who's the leader of the D E M B O W Dembo. 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 El Alfa. El Alfa. El Alfa is E L. El Alfa He's the leader of that movement. He's the guy that has kind of taken the torch and just spearheaded that movement. And you know what? Shout out to him because I remember El Alfa many years back when Amendura was like already in his prime and this guy was just out there grinding literally by himself in this movement and it, and you know to see how far he's gotten and how the genre has grown and he's still the main guy in the front I mean to me it's, it's just an amazing story no it really is um Lenny and in, in terms of your music do you guys do you do you find the the bachata fans are still it, it's like a, once a bachata fan always a bachata fan or or do they and do they always? They go. I mean, how does that work? Like, how do you see that? Well, uh, bachata. I mean, remember our album didn't only have bachata. Our albums had reggaeton music too. Right. Uh, we had R and B music there too. We have songs with Wisin Yandel, Don Omar, uh, and nothing like I said. Um, we always used to influence anything that that came from the English side. In terms of hip hop and 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 freestyle music, I used to take a lot from freestyle music. Freestyle is hip hop, you know the 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 right. Lisa Lisa and the George Lamont and 
Mark Anthony started out singing freestyle. So, <laughs> that's how strong the whole hip hop culture was. And uh, I, I mean, I, I, it's been because of that that um, this group would go on and tour every five years, and we always want to have sellout stadiums, thanks to God, uh, because of the way we just revolutionized bachata music. Like, we just did a reunion 2020 and sold out all the baseball stadiums in the U.S. And Anthony Romeo wanted to keep going, but Sony's like, hey, what is our record? So he he kept doing his things. It was like, I thought I would be forever there. We changed a lot of people's lives. I used to see people come walk to me. And to this day in the airport right now, she's like, you guys uh, uh, helped me cope with, you know, not, you know, killing myself. I listened to you guys and you guys motivated me to keep. Yeah, oof, Johnny, I'm not lying, right, Johnny? We've had people, uh, uh, sadly to say, bury their children and their loved ones. Todd and Duda music. And they just blasting it. And and that that, that that you know that that hits us here. So it's like we have a responsibility if we ever do come out with any music in the future. If that happens, you know we got to give the people what they expect. We like uh, an emotional, uh, I say, a tool right. that could save people's lives or, or change people's way of thinking of how to be, you know, positive thinking all the time and not so negative. All that is in our music. All the messages we give right. out in our music. I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's one of the other things too. That's kind of the kind of ingrained in, in Latino culture too, is that, is that just the high comfort level with emotions and just the emo the passion is a better word for it. Like the, yeah, it's, the feelings, all those things. And then also to the, the collective, like, I mean, I, that sounds too clinical to say collective, but like that whole family vibe, it's like, okay, what, you know, there's always, one of my friends said to what my Argentinian friend, she goes, Lisa, you have to understand that they go, we're going to a dinner. It's for 10 people. There were like 20 people there at the house she goes you have to understand a latin dinner there's always room for one more person whoever comes and that whole i think that whole vibe is is really cool you know really fun so yeah so music music is very very powerful because i'm from aventura founding member i don't realize how powerful it is sometimes i'll be like i wish i was a fan of aventura but i am aventura so i don't you know when people cry and laugh and like go right. crazy i'm like man we just rewrote that right there in the street downstairs like like, like whatever we didn't know it was on the so that the, so now, now I know how fans feel because I'm a fan of other artists and I feel the same way. Wow, man, how you did? I wish I had that song, but that that makes me you know I, I listen. I play this guy just so I can relax and and be positive and, and have a good day the next and, day. And, that, and that's so cool. You're still still so humble about it. Um, we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna find a word from our guests when we come back. This is Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Don't go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute. This is General Steele from Smith and Wesson, and right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. We're talking about hip hop's Hispanic heritage with the one and only Johnny Marines, Lenny Santos, co-founder of Aventura, the Queso Bachata and the international club king himself, the one and only DJ Camillo. Um, and you hear him on Hot 97 pretty much every single day and uh, all over the place. He's in clubs all over the world for real, out in the streets, everywhere. Um, Camillo, in terms of the future of this, this the, the fusion, the new sounds, that type of thing, where do you see things going from here? Um, listen, it's... It's never ending. You can't really predict where it's going. Um, I kept saying Dembo is going to be the next sound after reggaeton. I, I feel like they're still on their way up to peak, you know, um, 
who could tell? You know what I'm saying? Let's keep your ears to the streets. And and with one thing, one thing I have to say is I have to shout out DJ enough because he's a Latino in the game that I saw on radio and I said, I want to be like him. You know what I'm saying? So shout to DJ enough. He's Puerto Rican. Shout to all my bodies out there. No, ex exactly. Big shout out to, uh, to our heavy hitter brother, uh, the one and only DJ enough. And, and especially the fat Joe too, who's been a huge friend of street soldiers. He's done so much. I remember when, uh, they would let, they would let him be in the Puerto Rican day parade because they, the old guard that ran the control that controlled the, uh, Puerto Rican Day Parade, they thought hip-hop was too controversial. They thought it was too street. They didn't think it was cultural enough to be in the parade. And Fat Joe said, okay, you know what? I'm going to fight this. I'm putting my own money down. He got a big float and uh, and, and, and made it happen. So that's Dr. Joe, and by the way, he just dropped his new sneaker, Nike sneaker. How big is that? Terror Squad Nike Air Force. Like, Squad Nike. I give it to the boy Joe. And let me be really clear. People are hitting me up for it. I'm like, no, I have nothing to do with the sneaker. I love Joe. We've been, <laughs> brother. We've been through a lot together. You've done a lot of stuff uh, in the community. I cannot get you this sneaker. You got to go on your own, okay? I'm not the sneaker broker. Um, Lenny, in, ter in terms of Aventura, it, it, it's, you're going to continue to move people to help lift, uh, lift up people, entertain people? Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> me, me, me as a producer, me as a producer, I'm going to keep, you know, mixing the hip-hop roots with the Latina roots forever. You know, I work for a lot of different artists. I produce a lot of people. And uh, definitely, you know, Aventura still exists. You know, my, my three other brothers, we're still in connection. We still talk to each other all the time. Romeo's in the middle of a tour, so I talk to him all the time. And we always speak about, you know, us always coming back as Aventura. And, you know, if God lets it happen, and we will serve the world with more Aventura music in the future. No, I love that. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know you've been on a crazy schedule. Uh, touring, but I appreciate you pulling off the highway in your rental car <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> after a long flight to come and be with us on Street Soldier. So we love you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you for that. Thank you so, so much. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Marines, in terms of the sky's the limit, right? Or maybe even, maybe not even the sky, maybe beyond the sky. Maybe beyond the sky, but like Camilo said, there's no crystal ball into what, you know, what's next and what's going to happen. Um, the one thing I know for sure is that right now there is a big, big movement in Mexican music and corridos. And a lot of the, uh, even the urban uh, Latin artists are collabing with them. And it's been a good look. And I'm also very happy because that music of the corridos has been around for a long time. They've been on the grind and they're finally getting their moment. So you just don't know, man. Like Latino music is full of surprises. Just be. Like Camilo said, keep your ear to the streets. I was going to let you know what's next. Exactly. Street soldiers. Like street soldiers, exactly. Like I keep my ear to the street. Keep my everything to the streets. I'm out there. I'm outside. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. Um, Johnny Marines, Lenny Santos, DJ Camilo, thank you for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers as we celebrated hip-hop's Hispanic roots and heritage in such a great way. And thank you for joining us. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.